0: Did you know that a recession can be a prime time for innovation? When creative ideas are encouraged and acted upon during an economic downturn, they can shift the competitive landscape and change or even create new markets. Hi, I'm Tori Brando, host of HP.com, and I'm here today with Charlie Bess, an HP Fellow and one of HP's foremost thinkers on innovation. Hi, Charlie.
1: Hi, Tori. Glad to be here.
0: We'll be talking with Charlie about why now can be a great time to innovate and how to chart your innovation strategy. We're also here with Gene Lehman, an HP Fellow and the America's HP Services Innovation Lead. Gene will be filling us in on where to look for the best creative ideas that fuel innovation. Thanks for joining us, Jean.
2: Pleased to be here, Tori.
0: So Charlie, to start with, what makes a recession such fertile ground for new ideas?
1: Unlike in flush times, when investment money flows freely, economic downturns demand discipline, concise definition, and efficient governance over investments. These same traits can be essential for powerful innovation because they help organizations focus their activities on what they actually need.
0: So if you're in a downturn, you can also really be in a state of readiness for innovation? Right, so take advantage
1: of it. Economic declines also create more space for innovation. There's less distraction from operational issues since there's significantly less operations. More time is available to focus on new ideas products, and innovative processes to keep the company relevant and vital. Also, there's no better time to advance your competitive position, since any investment is amplified by your competitors being focused on just keeping things running.
0: So this is an opportunity to get ahead of your competition.
1: Why? Your competitors feel the pain of the downturn just as you do. Some will enter a state of inertia, jettisoning their innovative thinkers and putting all their innovative projects on hold, and focusing on just trying to keep the lights on and and operational activities. And then when the business reinvigorates, uh, when we come out of the downturn, they'll be competing against everyone else for the innovative resources and and playing catch-up on the innovation front. If you use the downturn to focus activities and resources on strategic ideas, you can enter the economic recovery with momentum and not inertia and gain a long-lasting advantage over your competitors.
0: I completely agree with you, but, you know, it's so tempting to freeze new initiatives until the economy picks up.
1: Well, it is, but remember, many successful ideas have been hatched, and and many successful businesses have have been launched during uh, tough economic times. For example, Texas Instruments and HP both started during the Great Depression. Microsoft's PC-focused software side emerged during the middle of the 1970s stock market crash. Google's search engine and eBay's online uh, auction model both prevailed out of the rubble of the the dot-com crash. So while competitors are focused on survival, these companies continue to invest and innovate and improve their processes and emerge with a dominant technology that overwhelmed their competitors.
0: That's certainly an inspiring message for our listeners today. But where do you start? And maybe more importantly, how do you make a convincing argument for continuing or even increasing your innovation efforts when times are tight?
1: Well, that's a great question. The challenge is to innovate while you keep the rest of IT humming. It's a delicate balance. We talked to some CIOs and their senior IT executives to learn how they're doing it and rolled their feedback into four essential steps that are key to enabling IT innovation. Step one is the focus on meeting the basic business needs first. One customer likened it to Maslow's hierarchy of human needs.
0: Oh, I remember that from college. That's the pyramid-shaped diagram with basic needs at the bottom and more aspirational needs at the top, right?
1: Right. The point is, once foundational IT services are delivered consistently and you have the network, the email, and the stable applications are keeping the transactions flowing and delivering business value, you can then start climbing up that pyramid towards uh, integrating information with business intelligence and finally IT services from, from various sources that'll enable competitive differentiation. So think of them as preconditions for IT innovation. Step two is to make innovation an organizational priority.
0: I imagine that's a difficult step because you're really asking people to change their perceptions of IT.
1: Exactly. That's a big cultural shift for IT, and it can also be one for the business as well. You need to move the IT organization from reactive order takers to proactive innovators that can inject innovative ideas on how to use technology more effectively to deliver business value. And, And to ease that shift, one customer created a formal innovation profile each year. The employees tackled a new business problem with the help of a team mentor. And as a result of this program, they uh, produced novel technology solutions and reinforced the, that innovation was a corporate priority.
0: That's great. It is.
1: But, you know, that, that's not enough. Now that you have all the people thinking about innovation, you then have to move on to the next step, which is to essentially earn the right to innovate. This is especially important when budgets are tight. One CIO we spoke with uh, reduced cost by a certain percentage in exchange for the right to uh, have some of that money reinvested on innovative projects. And in the process, they exceeded their cost-cutting goals. And since they were viewed as a business partner, uh, they, both the organizations made good on their promises and, they, and the reinvestments essentially saved even more money.
0: Well, that's fantastic. Um, so say you get the green light to make an innovation a priority, What are some things to keep in mind as you move forward?
1: Well, one is to not innovate just for the sake of innovation. Uh, So the the focus is on the fourth step, which is to create value. The key is to identify the business problems and and, then identify what technology can use to address those problems. Because solving business problems is is key to to bringing value to the company and builds trust uh, of the the IT organization's innovative capabilities, as well as it makes... uh, the people within the organization, the IT organization, as well as the corporation as a whole t- stand up and take notice of the possibilities.
0: It all goes back to aligning IT with business needs, listening and responding. Dean, you really drove that point home in a recent article, the need to listen to employees so you don't miss innovative ideas.
2: Right, that's the best ideas often are hidden within your enterprise. You have to look at each company and say, who could not benefit from the ideas of its brightest people? Employee ideas can be powerful market forces, and they are the fuel for innovation. So you're talking about a real grassroots innovation strategy? Absolutely. Employees are an often neglected resource for innovation. And frankly, if you don't innovate, you're going to fail in the marketplace. You need to tap into your employee ideas because they can be the difference between adaptation and annihilation. It can be a little risky. How so? Well, with the current economic situation, workforces are often overtaxed, and they may see innovation as an additional burden. To prevent that, leaders must emphasize that innovation should be a routine part of everyday business life. Idea campaigns are essential to organizational success, but even the most well-intentioned innovation strategies and fall short in implementation. And what are some of the traps companies need to look out for? Well, we often see several traps, uh, three particularly in innovation don'ts, that can really block our success. But the first trap can be the vagueness of the campaigns. They often come across as a classic suggestion box, where it's very passive and employees aren't sure what you're asking for, and it leaves you with a bunch of ideas that you have to sift through later, very few having immediate relevance. Instead, you need to develop short, focused campaigns, usually a couple weeks long, centered around specific, targeted problems or opportunities. Now, the second trap is when these time-sensitive ideas get caught in red tape. Often you have too many steps or too many people evaluating each suggestion and these delays make employees think you're unresponsive. And how do you avoid that? Well, come up with ways to move ideas through the process as swiftly as possible. This way enthusiasm doesn't wane, ideas don't lose viability. So don't get locked into thinking of ideas at just the higher end of the innovation continuum where you're thinking about the next big thing, the next game-changing model or technology. Make sure that your innovation program is well-balanced so you're looking at these types of innovation as well as incremental breakthroughs. So you're looking for the singles as well as the grand plans. These small quick wins are faster and easier to obtain. They're probably less likely to get caught up in the red tape too. Exactly. They can also help keep our enthusiasm high and employees motivated to participate. And that leads you to the third trap which is lack of follow through. It's a typical way to lose employee confidence. You must establish processes therefore to shepherd ideas through the innovation pipeline. Recognize the idea contributors They're not always the best idea implementer, so you need to make sure that you have that distinction between the idea contributor and the idea implementer. You need to identify some key people responsible to see the idea through to completion. And finally, communicate your results. In fact, over-communicate your results. Keep those idea contributors apprised of progress at each step of the way. Evaluate also your returns on investment to make sure that you do get the best bang for your buck. And track your business impact to maintain any the executive support that you require. Champion your cause. Continuously communicate that innovation is critical to overall success. Thanks, Jean. That sounds like a great strategy. Charlie, do you have
0: anything to add before we sign off?
1: Well, just this. Even in a downturn, you need to focus on the future, creating the future you want as opposed to the one you're stuck with. So you need to continue your efforts to innovate. Companies that understand the importance of doing so can emerge from the recovery as winners while their competitors are still just shredding water.
0: Thank you, Charlie and Jean. I really want to thank both of you for joining us today. I've learned a lot, and I'm sure our listeners did too. And meanwhile, listeners, if you want help implementing your creative ideas, Find out more about HP's IT services at www.hp.com slash services. Or visit the HP Fellows The Next Big Thing blog at www.hp.com slash go slash tnvt.